Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Hey, good morning, Alan. So, Jared, it wasn't so long ago in March that you, alongside the likes of the firefighters, stood on the one in the one area outside Wexford General Hospital to uh, preserve life, to rescue people from what was a very difficult situation. Um, where do you stand in relation to where the firefighters are today? And they're on the picket line. Are you supportive of them? Do you think there's a need for urgent dialogue between all parties? What's your thought on it, please? Uh, Alan, I'm fully supportive of my, my colleagues in the Wexford Fire Service and across the Rattan Service in, uh, in the Republic of Ireland. The, this has to be fixed up, and it needs to be fixed up as soon as possible. Um, I would suggest that the latest offer was a piecemeal offer to to the fire men and women of this country. Um, if I give you the scenario of just yesterday, a, a very uh, serious enough road traffic accident in Scarty, uh, in Scarty Fire Service out there, you know, and that their primary role is to protect life, to assist the National Ambulance Service in the evacuation of patients. Now, that's an integral part of what the emergency services do. And to be paid 12000 a year for that isn't acceptable in this day and age. If you look at the COVID and pandemic crisis, they fired money at the COVID pandemic like confetti at a wedding. And there is money available. There's $14 billion of a surplus. And it's time that they, they went some way to dealing with this issue, which will become a crisis. Because the last thing we need, and I, and I know firemen and women across this county for the past 20 years, and they're in the business of helping and supporting their community. But that's been impeded now by not giving them a living wage, which, as far as I'm concerned, they deserve. Now, there is stations across the country doing very little calls. That's something that the Sipto Trade Union will have to deal with. But for the likes of County Wexford, which is a busy county across their, their stations, that needs to be sorted out. And there's no point in deflecting it to the LGMA and... The, the different deflections that are going on. They went into the WRC. They're not happy with what, what was suggested there, and I don't blame them for that. But this needs to be sorted, and it needs to be sorted very quickly. And I mean, um, yeah, the example you've just given there of the, the accident yesterday, because people, I, I, I think, sometimes just say, well, fire, but of course they're called into... No, it's a lot more than fire. It's, you know, it's supporting the, the commu- their communities across County Wexford, and it's you know, extrication from road traffic collisions. You know, it's supporting us, uh, the National Ambulance Service, and, and with a lift assist with, you know, people that are inaccessible, people, you know, that are that are heavy, etc. So it's not just fire. Okay. It's, it's supporting the emergency service and it's supporting their community. And this has gone on long enough. And I don't think that any fireman or woman in this county should be on a picket from 12 midnight last night and when we ask for an update, oh, it's up with the LGMA or it's up with the department or it's with the minister, let's get around the table, let's get back into the WRC and let's give these people a living wage. Now, in, in relation to events that unfolded yesterday, we had spoken to Linda O'Leary the day before where she officially announced on this very programme that A&E, Emergency Department, was reopening in Wexford General Hospital yesterday. And she did pay tribute <coughs> to the ambulance service amongst the many tributes she paid tribute to. Uh, likewise, Eamon Hoare yesterday did the same as acting county manager. So day one has now taken place, uh, Ger. What's it been like? It's like we were never away, Alan. Um, 
if you look at it, we brought in 26 patients over the last seven days prior to the reopening. Um, and we brought in, I think, 31 yesterday in 24 hours. So we're back in business. We, we landed in four from a road traffic collision yesterday within half an hour of each other. So look, at it, it's, it's back in action. I think as Alinda alluded to, capacity may be an issue for a little while. They're trying to bring a, a ward back online, which they'll hopefully have by the end of next week. So look, at they've, they've worked extremely hard to get us to where we are today, but I want to commend and compliment and thank the staff of the National Ambulance Service who have went from working 12-hour shifts to 16 and 18 hours standing in EDs in Vincent's, St. Luke's and, and University Hospital Waterford with patients. I know that has affected their family life and that has been the case for the past five months. So I want to thank them for the commitment, help and support to the community of, of County Wexford uh, while delivering uh, you know, in extremely difficult circumstances without the availability of our local emergency department and we're delighted to be back in business as of 9am yesterday morning. Yeah, when it, when it boils down to it, what difference will it make? You, you talked about the impact it had on, on the, your, 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 your ambulance workers and uh, paramedics, their, their family life, but it's going to make a huge difference to people here from County Wexford. Like many of the listeners who were telling me, they were, there were long queues outside the various hospitals, weren't there? Yeah, well, look at Waterford, like they had a holding area that you went into first before you even went into the ED. But you've also the... the the issue around uh, visiting sick relatives in Watford and they've been transferred to Kilkenny and having to go from Rossler Harbour to St. Luke's to visit your your elderly parents or whatever may be going on. So, you know, Wexford General is an integral part of, of the community in, in County Wexford and it's the, the support and indeed the development of that now that we need to concentrate on. Um, we, we've seen a massive increase in population from the last census and the next census is projected to bring, bring another 15,000. So we need these beds as soon as possible and we need the wraparound services also. But we're going some way towards that. I think Linda alluded to that. We'd be going to planning for the 96-bed unit by quarter yeah, she did. Four of, this, of this year. So that certainly needs to be welcomed. But this is about funding and delivery, so the money needs to be there. They need to, you know, to make sure that the funding is there for the delivery of that. And we'll probably need another 96 beds in 12 months' time again because this is an evolving uh, piece with a population increase and uh, we need to be in the best possible position. But uh, I just want to commend and thank the staff of Wexford General and the National Animal Service and everyone that contributed to bringing Wexford General back online as of 9 o'clock yesterday morning. And of course, as well, those who were involved in the actual repair and the rebuild of the hospital, I believe they worked tirelessly um, to get it back way, way before it was anticipated that it would be back. Yeah, and, and to be honest, Linda steers the ship there and all the queries go to her, but we have a very good technical services team uh, and estates team in the, in the Ireland East Hospital Group and in Cross Area C of the, the HSE. So they need to be commended too for the Trojan work that they've done to get us back online and to get those wards open yeah. and hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have uh, we'll have another ward back online and fully operational then in the coming months All right. but it has been a difficult time for anyone to manage all the different services across Wexford General and we're delighted 
that we're, we're back open for business as of yesterday morning. And I know there is a point you'd expect me to raise with you before we conclude our chat this morning, and that is in relation to when you need to contact the ambulance service. I have spoken to paramedics like yourself, Ger, uh, and other paramedics as well, who say sometimes people call on the ambulance service for the most ridiculous uh, of, of uh, reasons when they really could go to a care doc or go to their own doctor. So uh, I know now that it is back, you really don't want it to be abused, you want it to be used and used only in emergencies? Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know, we have a f- very robust triage system when you call 999, so I'd hope that that would filter a lot of that out. We've currently two community paramedics now based in County Wexford since the fire, and that will continue, so that will help and support people to stay at home. We hopefully bring in a pathfinder system also, and that's designed to use alternative pathways, whether it be pharmacy, GP, physiotherapist, and to keep people out of EDs. So look, we'd encourage people, you know, to just ring us in in in, yeah. in the case of an emergency. Um, but feel free to do so, and we'll certainly be there to answer the call. Uh, we started about the fire for service. I just have a comment in from a morning mix listener who says uh, he hopes or they hope that the people will support the firefighters of Wexford. The population of Wexford and County Wexford have has grown a lot. The fire service should be made full time. Do you think there's a an urgent need for at least maybe uh, say somewhere like Gorey or, or the larger populated towns? Should we have one full time fire service at least in County Wexford? And if so, where do you think that should be? Should it be in Wexford? Well, that would have to be in Wexford because the highest volume of calls is in Wexford Town, but it could be, you know, an enhanced service uh, with a, you know, full-time and retained. But that's something that would have to be designed and agreed with the trade union movement uh, mm. and indeed uh, Wexford County Council. But it, there, there is options there, but they need to explore them and they need to explore them fast. Alan, I, f- I forgot to, uh, just to thank uh, our colleagues in Angarda Siakana um, and indeed Wexford Fire Service and our colleagues down in Rescue 117 for the help and support that they've given the yeah. National Ambulance Service over the past five months. Yeah. They've been an integral part of how we do our business. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.